Welcome to the Collective Podcast, aka the Jerry and Christian Show. No, it's this is not one of them talking. This annoying Neasley voice is is the one and only Joe that they were referring to the first for the past year. Hey, wait a minute! What, Jerry? Jerry, wait, Jerry. 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 I go upstairs for three seconds. Jerry, Joe. Who the fuck is in my who, house? Who the hell press play? Is it? It is. And Chris, what are you doing in my house? It's it's Joe Valenti. You know, I you know I was thrilled to get the call to finally be on a podcast. I thought I was going to be on the Empty Arena podcast, but unfortunately, I got on this honorable mention knockoff uh, of of a podcast. I got stuck with YouTube today. Jerry, is do my eyes deceive? It's he's actually here in person in a physical manifestation of Joe Valenti. We've mentioned him for the whole year, and he's finally on the damn podcast. Uh, shut up, Chris. I do okay. feel like. If the Discovery Channel was to document this, it would be a whole season of our reaction to Joe Volante. You two sharing a mic, sitting next to each other, look like you look like the couple that you two are act like off off, off the podcast. Yes, Joe. Okay, so business is personal sometimes. So we're, we're we're here, Joe. You're here to talk about the one thing that you're good at talking about: pancakes. Well, besides that, so where's your favorite pancake spot in Jersey? <laughs> Probably the uh, the pancake place in uh, Ridgewood, New Jersey, that has the giant pancakes. Okay. Hot. All right, so this is that when I hear the talk an hour of just Joe's love for pancakes, we're here to talk about professional wrestling, 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 wrestling. We're, we're like w- we're like two weeks late, but or, well, we were trying to set this up for the past week. One day Jerry had the work late. Another time I was. I, I was sick. Well, you had you weren't sick. You you were WrestleMania sick. Is it like the sickness that you get when you go when you're in front of eighty thousand people and there's twenty and there's bajillion germs running around? Well, I also had a nonstop cough going into WrestleMania, and Billy had a voice the whole week. So mm-hmm. yes, and on top of the annoying voice, I already have. So well, yeah, I'm I'm sure everybody has stopped, has turned off the podcast already for your nasally voice. And we anyway. broke the internet. Yeah. Anyway, so finally, guys, it's been a year, year in the making. We've mentioned Joe on almost every single damn episode, except Larry Sharp. We've built them up. Yeah, except Larry Sharp. We've built them up. We've built the mystique, and now he's here, ladies. Joe Valenti. At least on the Empty Arena podcast, they they only mention me, but as Joe V, and I won something. Well, you won something, but you have you've been on their podcast. It's that a work. It's a work in progress. Prize. Anyway, shout yeah. out to those guys. So, so let's get uh, let's get into our WrestleMania review. We're not going to do just WrestleMania. We're going to do an overall of the weekend. Yeah, that, and then we're going to do the superstar shakeup from this week and where we think it should go. We'll I feel like here. I feel like this is from another show. I feel like I'm in the wrong show. Yeah, I, yeah, I have, yeah. I have to jump in my car, go to Brooklyn right now. Yeah. So, so anyway, so. Um, so before we talk about this year's WrestleMania, it's return to MetLife. We were at WrestleMania UAE. 29. We were at 29 for the main event. It was Cena Rock Part 2. Not as good as the first one. No, but but Jerry actually paid $180 for a ticket for, for a non-wrestling fan, so he wear a banana costume. What made you want to go <laughs> that year? I just had to take a slice from the peel and get myself more appeal at the show. And what was the sign that said? You, said, you can't eat me? Yep. Jerry dressed up as a banana. And it's funny because about a month ago, I, I remember like Jimmy added us to one of the uh, the groups on Facebook. And one of the guys shared a picture of Jerry 
It's like, hey, I was with this guy at WrestleMania 29 with the banana suit. And I was, and I wrote to the guy. I was like, oh, my God. It's my friend Jerry. He, he, we but run the- somebody forgot the screenshot and saved the photo. Yeah. But we uh, we actually, our Jerry made the pre-show for 29. You see him in the background. I'm on there, too. Yeah. The back of our friend Albert's head's on there, too. He's wearing a green bandana. Yeah. But Jerry made the pre-show as the banana. But as somebody that actually attended, what a day. Um for what? For this year's? For or this 29th? year. Well, both, actually. Well, we, we're going we're gonna to get to Mania in a second. I want to go chronologically in the order of how the events unfolded. So, well, did you watch TakeOver? Yes, of course. Okay, so what was your takeaway of TakeOver? Eh? Yeah. Eh? That's why you shouldn't be a stand-up comedian. That's why Jerry uh, did an open mic and bombed twice each yes. time. I like it. Yeah. Um, it's great as always. You know, it appeals to... You know, people have to stop comparing it. Oh, the main shows have to be like NXT, but NXT is its own beast. It's a link between the indie crowd and the WWE, but it was a great show top to bottom. What was your favorite match? Uh, uh, Well, it's hard to top the main event, the two out of three falls between Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano. And I was actually, it's been a long time since I was torn for the actual match, but they tore the house down. I mean, one person we know thought that the ending or the finish was overkill with the constant kickouts, but you know it had the emotion. But definitely, definitely the main event took it. But but a surprise sleeper was the uh, UK Championship match between Walter and Pete Dunne. I don't want to talk about it. My boy, my boy Pete Dunne. Two year title reign came to an end. He literally like Larry was like yelling at me because every time. Uh, Walter chopped Pete Dunne in the chest. I was like, stop hitting his chest. Larry's like, would you stop saying that? And I was like, ah, ah, ah. There was old video or photos that came out from years ago on, on wrestling on the European scene where he chopped the shit out of somebody. We're, yeah. allowed, we're allowed to curse on here. Yeah, right? yeah, go ahead, yeah. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Okay, yeah. continue. Um, the Thanks for getting the suit three times. Yeah. The, Dick. the woman's... <laughs> sh- sh- shut uh, your fucking mouth, Jerry. <laughs> The North American title match, I was blown away by that. Matt Riddle is definitely a future star. I thought he was going to take the title, but no, no surprise, Velveteen Dream won that. Go ahead. What about the tag team match? Did you have oh, a, did you have a experience, Joe? I'm did pi- you have a... I'm pissed about the did new you, chain, but we'll get you, to that. Did you have a, a Viking experience? I had a feeling it would be Ricochet and... Alistair Black send off match from NXT, but that and or I, for a brief moment I thought they would actually take the NXT, <clears throat> excuse me, the, the, NXT, NXT, yeah. the NXT tag team titles back to Wrestle tag team title belts to WrestleMania, but Imagine. that match was probably second to Cole and Gargano. Yeah, Walter Pete Dunn match was my match just because like I was so invested in Pete Dunn. I wanted him because um in New Japan Okada he had the the world title for 720 days or something like that and i wanted pete dunn to surpass that i don't know just because he's such a good wrestler and he had that belt on him for so long didn't okada regain the title at, yeah, G- at g1 bj white at the g1 that's oh, yes. I, I only know a basic overview of that show i yeah. had, that's the one show i didn't watch that but i was too busy watching the the hall of fame um, oh yeah you're busy watching that debacle i knew i knew going into that show like I legit was like watching that show and was like what oh and was like why 
do are they doing it in the ring? It's in a nice. ring. They had to change it up. Yeah, but at the same time, I know, no, at at the same time, I was thinking to myself, this this isn't this is so, something's gonna happen. Well, obviously. Yeah, obviously but... it did. I obviously I was correct, but at the same time, I just didn't I thought it was cool, but at the same time, like, you know, it is a show, but you want some type of like um Well, that's the failure decorum the... about it. Like, you know, like it's on a stage and having people on the stage and stuff. In the ring, it looks like tacky. He's like, oh, I'm in the ring and I'm no, making a speech. No, I disagree with you on that. Like, Jerry, did you... I know you're not... <laughs> I didn't know you didn't watch anything from the weekend. I, I love playing tag. <laughs> but do you think the wrestling ring as the centerpiece or on an actual stage is better for a presentation like that? The Hall of Fame. To be completely honest... I think. Oh, good lord! Oh, he's God. smiling. That I means think, he's... and I have the fingers pointing to Joe Valanti's direction. Jerry has a delay reaction. As anyone that knows Jerry, he looks like he he actually delays mid sentence before he makes his dramatic point. Very much so. So wrestling lays the foundation of where people have their upbringings throughout, like their trials, their tribulations, their tribulations, and things of that sort. So I feel like when you have something in the ring, especially when you make a speech. I think it hits home to a lot of people who have been watching you over the years. I also think it was a logistics thing. They just didn't want to change the stage and the ring since they used Barkley Center for Raw and SmackDown as well. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, Mr. Rastafarian, he, he, he hit the ring and beat the crap. Well, not beat the crap. He, like, tackled Bret Hart. Well, let's not mention that asshole by name because the internet has done that a lot. But he, You know what I would have done if I was Bret Hart since he kind of speared Bret Hart? I would have had that metal plate that he had on when Goldberg speared him in WCW. Oh, God. <laughs> so, For those of you that don't know, Go- Bret Hart had a metal plate on underneath his jersey, and when Goldberg speared I him... I believe that was 99. That yeah, happened. that was like before Starcade or something. No. no or like No. I, I'm 99? not... 2000. It was, it was like... No, I, it, it was right before Starcade, 99. The, the, I know what you're talking about, yeah. but... But it was just some douchebag trying to get attention, and he got his ass kicked, you know. By by Ronda Rousey's husband, by no, but and then uh, Scott uh, Dawson. What a tough man! No, Braun no, Strowman no, came out. No, that was that was Dash Wilder. Yeah. Oh, you Dash Wilder. Harry Smith, who's and, Bret Hart's nephew, yeah. son of the British Bulldog, who got his son in there. Shane McMahon was first in there. I saw a pre- uh, Braun Braun, Braun Drew, Drew McIntyre. Bunch of guys get up, but the most the hilarious one was Drake Maverick jumping in the ring, and I was like, "What the hell is that guy gonna do? He's not gonna do shit." I got a question for you: nepotism in wrestling. What do you think about it? It's it's either could work for you or against you. You could fully embrace it, like Charlotte, who's the daughter of Ric Flair, and she's made a name for us. Either you know you do damn if you do, damn if you don't. So, but in Charlotte's case, um, you know she fully embraced it for her character on air and in some cases it doesn't even work out or they don't even acknowledge it on air like one one example is jerry the king's son oh, yeah, grandmaster yeah. sex except for one segment years ago but oh yeah that terrible segment with michael cole but it's embraced as tradition like look at the rocks entire family you know roman reigns um, the usos rikishi john cena <laughs> john cena is not a family guy <laughs> Off topic. It more wasted one. Off topic. I'm, I'm on the podcast where Jerry laughs at his own jokes that he thinks is funny, and Christian has to mention Halloween at least once. Yes, 
Um, but well, that speaking was our of Jerry, statement, speaking of Jerry laughing at, at his own jokes, Jerry has no idea what's going on. Christian does all the research. I'm so, just lost in your eyes. Oh God. Um, so speaking of Jerry, do you remember the first WrestleMania that Jerry was with us? Well, that's not, a- not 29. I'm talking about like, all right. The first one that he watched with us. Technically, that was my first pay per view watching at Jimmy's house. Oh, yeah. so so that was an old. That was a thing I. Well, my old neighborhood friends, when we watched a few pay-per-views, we actually wrote down the matches and we would guess who would win. And I feel like we only did that one time. It was Edge versus Jericho for the World Heavyweight title. Everybody picked Edge. Edge, yeah. Except for Jerry, who picked Jericho. I did. And Jerry, the troll, I didn't know he was at the time. I was like, I'm I'm, I'm just going to pick Jericho. And we were like, uh, Jerry being the contrarian as usual. And then sure enough, Jericho won the match. We were like, looked at Jerry like, what? What? Huh? Huh? Alright, so talk about Mania, the main day. Yeah, or, yeah we'll talk about Mania, the main day. Or, so how was your... uh I Chris Jericho. How was your 72-hour uh, event uh, experience? A, technically, it was a two-day event because it ended mon- It ended after midnight yeah, in yeah. the morning. Yeah, yeah. It was a long fucking day, but it was a memorable day, you know? How long was your day? When, when did you get to we, the parking lot? We got into the... We met up with a park... Well, we met up here on the island at 11.30... Uh, like a big group of us got into a party bus. And lucky, you were lucky at that point. Yeah, we were lucky, and then yeah, so started at eleven thirty in the morning, um, and then we got there early afternoon, maybe one or one o'clock or something like that, and and we went to an air. They sent us to an area where all the buses were, and next to us were three buses. That drove up from Baltimore. Oh my God! And whoever was in charge of organizing, and no, Jerry did not hiring. Um, they <laughs> for for event planning. Um, they, so this, how, how do you know I didn't plan that event? Because you, because you, know, you don't do imagine ma- Jerry planning WrestleMania. Because everything you do is based in charity, and you know, not always sports related. I love you too. So somehow this group next to us, the organizers, hired Scott Steiner, Big Papa Pump, to, He's make, fat. Oh. to make an appearance there. And he was doing, so a group, uh, you know, so we're in our area and there was a small group like um, looking over. So I walked over and then all of a sudden I randomly see Scott Steiner um, next to a DJ hyping up the group. Did he call you Senior Joe? No. Okay. Instead of Samoa Joe. Senior Joe. I was just surprised I was able to walk up to him, shake his hand, you know. He shook your hand. He went, he's fat. Well, that's a, another, that's a, for another day. Another story for another day. Yeah. Um, and everybody, did you, I, I know you were telling me you saw crazy, the crazy fans that dressed up every year, like cosplay and stuff. Well, there, there was another, there was a group of cosplay next to us. I saw... Attitude Ever Rock with the fancy shirt. Flair. Um, I didn't see this, but uh, our friend Alex or Classic Macho Man. Oh, my God. And NWO, WCW Macho Man uh, walked past each other and had a stare down. <laughs> and you know those YouTube guys? Yeah, the, guy, the guy I showed subway? you? Yeah. Oh, this, oh, oh. Saw them in the park. Subway Mania. Oh, yeah. my God. And, you know, I shouted to them, love you guys on YouTube. But they were walking, when we were walking towards the gate. But tailgate was definitely fun, though. You didn't see it, but did you see, you didn't see the person, but you saw the video of the guy jumping off of the car through a table? Probably. That was probably inspired by the Bill. By Subway Mania? 
No, not Subway Mania. Um, uh, the Buffalo Bill fans, crazy motherfuckers, when they tailgate, they basically do wrestling moves, jump off the top of their trucks and cars and go through tables, yeah, too. There was, there was a guy, Jerry, went on top of his Jeep, jumped off of a guy. And, you know, it's like those white tables. Yeah. They jumped there and they splashed or he linked up a guy through a table on on the concrete. Definitely real. Yeah. It's still real to me, damn it. It's real to me, damn it! Um, That's why I, Christian didn't wear headphones. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so... Uh, so, uh, I guess we could go through the card, with the match card, one by one. Joe Valanti versus Jerry Uso. Yeah, Joe Valanti versus... Well, one in a unanimous and ubiquitous match. Yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll... And the important stuff will we'll get through, but we'll, we'll briefly throw through some of the smaller stuff. When did you get in there? Did you get in there before the pre-show? Or? Yeah, we saw everything. You saw the everything? Yeah. So what, what, I, I like, I like Buddy Murphy as a wrestler. Yeah. He was the cruiserweight champion who lost to Tony Nese. He could easily, if he puts up, he put, if, you know, he could easily, he's the same size as a Seth Rollins or an AJ Styles. He could easily go on the on the main shows, but he had a good run. I'm not. I don't always watch two or five live. Only when they're on the pay per views. But it makes sense for Tony Nese. Apparently, they had a feud going on for a while, and Tony Nese is, is the local boy from Long Island. So that was a good match. Uh, of course, they had to have their big celebrity angle, which felt so awkward in the build up leading to it. And of course, thank God Braun Strowman won. And we're we're almost up to that. Yeah. And uh, I know I'm skipping all over the yeah. place here. Um, why you want to? If you want to back up a little. Yeah, bit. yeah, no. Um, here's a question: Does anybody really care about like the battle royals? Do you care about the battle royal? I do. Any of them? Both of them? I of them? do. You know, in one way, like it was. I I hated seeing Oscar in the women's battle royal. Um, I thought she was gonna win, and. The fact that they tease Sarah Logan to win, which is kind of I would have cool. been happy. I would have been happy if Sarah, Lo- Sarah Logan won. I guess since Carmella is quote-unquote the New York local, since her character is from Staten Island, but in real life she's actually from Massachusetts. Oh, my God. But she, her winning was a nice surprise, but... Go Staten Island. <laughs> um, do you think they should name it the China Memorial Battle Royal, like, like Xbox wants it to be? I was I was I was actually about to say that I think it's a cool thing, but the way the world is these days, especially with China's uh, career choices, you could say it. You could say her, since she entered the adult film industry yeah. post WWE, and there they are a uh, publicly traded company and try to stay on the PG era. I don't think that's gonna go through. We're just happy. Let's just be happy that they finally put her in the Hall of Fame. As a member of D-Generation X. I like how Joe is like pitching this. At, like, like he's in a job interview for WWE. <laughs> well, Jerry might... Side note, Jerry might have an interview in 15 minutes. He's the only friend I ever know that... We're on vacation in Las Vegas. And, he ha- and you know, we're getting ready to leave our hotel f- for a couple hours to go to the Grand Canyon. And he's like, sorry guys, I have an interview in 15 minutes. Do you know what job that was for? Well, I don't know if... I don't do, know. do you know? Or, it was or... three years ago in 2016. It was WWE. The Edgeheads. They won the uh, tag team titles. Oh. Kurt Hawkins <laughs> and uh, Zack Ryder. If they were to end, I guess, 
I guess we could be happy about one streak ending at me. Oh, here. good lord! No, but like I remember, I right, saw right, Jimmy. I saw the Instagram uh, picture of um, Edge with Kurt Hawkins, Zack Ryder. I was like, my boys, my boys won. My kids, my kids won. I felt bad. I, I thought I. It makes sense. Again, the local hometown boys from Long Island winning, but I was happy about it. I, the revival. I don't know what the hell they're doing. They deserve so much better, but. But so, I watched that match back. It was pretty good. So the uh, Andre the Giant, more about Royal, actually won by a giant, which is Braun Strowman. They had a couple cool moments. Um, I did not ex- expect or didn't know Luke Harper was back, and he had a stare down. Yeah, he just asked for his release. Uh, that's that's just disappointing. And off topic, he had an amazing match. Yeah. Um, um, in the, the, a new series WWE is doing on the network called Worlds Collide. He, he had a match with, I'm probably going to screw up his name. Yeah, Dominic Dijev, whatever. Yeah, it's, uh... No, the Djokovic? Yeah. I think I'm correct. I think I'm right, right? Yeah. Um, but, but that's... That's another story for another day. But, yeah, I thought Braun would win last year. Um, but they had to do, but they've been using that battle oil for their big celebrity angles. I know they had Gronk. Um, oh yeah, when um, uh, that was for thirty three, right? To explain to you two, he's a football player. He played for the New England I know who Patriots. Gronk is. He Jerry, he's I called football. A, I thought it was a wrestler. No, Gronk. Uh, Gronk retired a couple weeks ago, and now now there's now there's rumors well, that he might join WWE. Well, when Mojo Riley won the, the the battle royal a few years ago, and I got to Jimmy's house late that day, Larry yeah, kept so say, Larry kept saying, "Oh, Mojo's brother helped them." And then when I saw the replay, I'm like, "That's Rob Gronkowski." Yeah. Um. Well, Braun last eliminated uh, Colin Jost. I haven't. I haven't watched Saturday Night Live in like forever. Um, he's, the okay, he's okay. He, it's, he, he his girl. His real life girlfriend is Scarlett Johansson. He's I met a, his brother. I met his brother at Phoenix a couple weeks ago. His brother was actually a senior at my high sc- at Monsignor Farrell High School, and I was. I don't know him. Carmine probably. Well, knows, he's but. an he's an executive producer for uh, Impractical Jokers. His brother. Oh wow! Yeah, I met him. Carmine probably knows him. Yeah. Carmine knows all of Staten Island. Who Casey? Yeah, Casey Jones. Yeah, got it. I met him uh, a couple weeks ago. At, <coughs> excuse me, at Phoenix. So um, I like I like how they had that opening, uh, where it was like very Shakespearean, where it was like all the world's a stage basically. Oh oh oh! Yeah yeah. Are you the, talking about the helicopters? No 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 no. The, no, no, the um, yeah, but it was when they did like the introduction and. The, you know what they go like? This is WrestleMania. They do like you know the opening the opening video package. Oh, keep in mind I was there. Uh, well, I. Well, yeah. Well, we saw it. Or I saw. It. I don't know. Well, oh, yeah, Jerry, Jerry was there too. Well, I was me. distracted by the military helicopters flying overhead, chasing the USA. I was making the joke. I was like, oh, I guess they couldn't get the Blue Angels, and then I started singing uh, "Dreams" by Van Halen because that's what. The Blue Angels use for when they do shit. Leave the singing to Jerry's karaoke events. So, so Hulk Hogan came out. How big of a? How big of a no, no. First, before I say about Hulk Hogan, Alexa. Albert was Albert flipping out when Alexa Bliss came out because I know Albert. She he's like in love with well, Alexa. Funny about Albert, he was actually wearing Macho Man style pants. I know. I saw. <laughs> with oh yeah, you saw the yeah, I saw the pictures. Yeah, Eddie. And he had a yeah. and he had a WWE fanny pack. Oh my god! WWE title pack. What a dad! What a what a dad! Yeah. What a dad! So I think it was about twenty of us in two rows. But um, getting back to the show, Mania got off to a real hot start. 
So yeah, literally and figuratively. <laughs> Keep it in your pants, Christian. Yeah. Calm down. Um. So anyway, so Alexa Bliss came out. She snapped her fingers, and then Hogan came out. I marked the hell out. Well, because so. is this the first time you you're seeing Hogan like in person? Uh, yeah. Wow. Okay. And funny enough, I've sang his song, um, in karaoke. Yeah. Unfortunately, again at Jerry's one of uh, Jerry's my, events. My my joke for the night was when Hogan came out. He he was gonna go. He was he was gonna go like I'm here. I'm also the the co-host, the co co-host of Mania, brother. And the one match I'm very interested in is a Kofi Kingston match, brother. And I'm going to special guest rep for. Oh no, shit! I'm going too far. Never mind. That, that, that <laughs> no, no, don't go there. Don't, don't um, go there. Okay, never mind. But, when, <laughs> but to hear that music live, and yeah, th- th- there's a video that I have me singing along, and when he's cutting the famous. Let me tell you something, brother. Promo. That was pitch perfect. That was really talented. absolutely not. Um. So did any did anybody really think that Seth Rollins was gonna win? I didn't. I you know. Although when they came out in the beginning, I was like, I don't know, maybe they they want a hot hot start for Mania. So I was that was like one of the bigger shockers of the night that that was the opening match on the main card. Yeah, apparently Brock wanted to come out first because just, he. Because he wanted to go home. Ma- supposedly, according to the dirt sheets, he, he even though it was announced in advance that the woman had the main event, Brock being Brock wanted... Wanted to be on last. Wanted to be on last. But you know how true... I mean, I wouldn't surprise me based mm-hmm. on... Um, it wouldn't surprise me, but based on the dirt sheets, like I think he just wanted to get the match done and get the hell out of there. So that but, match was 2 minutes 30 seconds officially. Officially, officially, but, yes. but the story was that Brock beat down Rollins, but the the huge pop that Rollins got when he came out and cool opening with the with the with, with the with the King Slayer, which is the no the Beast Slayer. The Beast Slayer, yeah. But how I, how loud was the burn it down? Oh, yeah. I thought I would. I think that's one of the reasons why I lost my voice that day because you hear you hear a stadium of eighty thousand people yelling. Burn it down, and um, it was pretty loud. Shut up, Jerry. I see you laughing. So the next match is uh, AJ Styles versus Randy Orton versus the uh, the lights. I <laughs> versus the lights, and I think the light one, right? I've never heard a, I never seen in my life before a, a whole side of a football stadium yell, "Turn the light off!" And there was different different variations. How did it translate when uh, on air? We were all confused. Me and Jimmy were like, "What are they chanting?" Like, we had no clue what the hell they were you chanting. You want to know something? I, the power at that point went out of Jimmy's house. Lol. Did, did yeah, I... Larry. Larry heard turn the lights off, so Larry decided to turn the lights <laughs> off. And then at that point, when we were chanting "Turn the lights off," Giuseppe's phone accidentally connected to to his television. <laughs> So we lost. So we lost the feed to Mania for like two minutes, and Giuseppe's trying to turn his phone off. We're just like, "Shit, gotta get back on." Well, uh, a little off topic. Yeah. Um, what did, what did you think of this set? Like, I like, I, I liked, liked it. I mean, you wonder why? Because you can. It, it's one of those things where it's like it's like form fitting. So like, it's a big screen, so you can like form it to anything you want. Well, a couple of people I was with thought it was just plain. And then when we went the year in 2013, you know, we had, we had the Statue, Statue of Liberty. Liberty. We had the Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah, I did, did we have the Trade Center in the back or the Freedom Tower? I don't. I, I don't remember, right? My favorite New York City set was probably 20. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that one was good. And then when Kane came out and the whole city was on fire. And I didn't know you guys at the time. Yeah, I know. Well, this was like a year, a year before. Do you we remember the Giant Lemon that was part of the... 
A giant uh, lemon? That was part of the WrestleMania 29 set. Yeah. Jerry? No, you gotta go. Oh, no, the, Jerry was the banana. Chris Christie was the lemon. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that giant no, 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 no. I called him a buoy. That's what it was. I said, he's a buoy. No, he looked like a Anyway, going on. A life nope. preserver, anyway. So, AJ Styles won. Did, did you even get the yes, match? Yes, I did saw the match. The I, match? I, was, I was more off to the side. It mm-hmm. wasn't exactly on that stadium, side of the stadium that blended, but sometimes... For a huge production, how do you do that for the fans in attendance? But, I don't know. It's WWE. Like it definitely overshadowed the match, but it was a good match. So, so we got uh, the Usos versus Aleister Black and Ricochet versus uh, Rusev Day and Shinsuke Nakamura. Well, I was and the versus the Burr, the Bar, the Burr, yeah, the Burr. Well, Danny, Danny, our friend oh, yeah, Danny, Danny had Danny, to get yeah. up. Was got Danny had to get up. During that, because he had to go wrestle because he because he's Cesaro too. So, uh, so the Usos won. No surprise there. So it's it's funny. I'll give you a little something funny. So you you've played Mortal Kombat, right? Yeah, uh, um, once in a while. So you know Raiden, right? Ra- Raiden. Yeah. Okay, so every time somebody jumped off of off of the top rope outside the ring, Larry was doing the Raiden noise. So let's just say like Ricochet did that backflip. He was like, give him a bottle. Well, big thing for me at this mini was the entrances, so it was kind of cool to see Ricochet, Alistair yeah. Black, because because I didn't get a chance to go to NXT TakeOver, but... We we tortured Jimmy when Ricochet came out. Not when Ricochet, when Alistair Black came out, because we did the uh, the birdcage, Fosse, Fosse, Fosse thing, and Jimmy hates that. Did the Larry do the little dance with yeah, the... Yeah, me, 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 me and Larry did. Very graceful with his feet. And... You know, Nakamura, even though he's supposed to be a heel, we were still singing along to... Nut, to, Nutcracker more. <clears throat> that was... That, that was, that that was, was a really good year. match, so... Yeah, that was the Royal Mania. Um, that was the spot match, but very solid, so... Alright, so... The best in the world. Shane McMahon... Versus The Miz. Well, I sent you that picture. Well, were you anywhere near... No. Where, where, where they did the suplex? It was well, at the end. It was the pl- that was the other side of the stadium. I saw it, but when you're in a, sometimes your eyes get glued to the giant screen. Mm-hmm. But I did see Shane go over. But I I hate endings like that. Like when the when the when the they knock out each other yeah. and the heel lands on top of. I the figured guy. when they did that, I was like, oh, Shane's winning. I saw in the middle of the ring. I'm like, what the hell is Joe Volante doing in the middle of the yeah, ring? Right? When, when when Mrs. Dad came out. I don't know why Shane... Mc- I'm surprised Shane... That was one of the surprises of the night, Shane winning. Yeah, but you, you jumped in the ring. And won I do not... Ring. Are you saying I look like Miz's dad? You fight like him. <laughs> I can knock you out like Shane did to him. Oh, my goodness. Like Shane did to Mr. Miz. I think I have to get my dad to fight Mrs. dad now. All right. Uh, next match was... right now. Beth Phoenix and Natalia versus versus the face puncher and why is she still here versus um, I don't get what I want so I lay on the floor and bitch uh, versus the Iconics. Okay, the Sasha Bailey thing. I mean, there's probably an element of truth to that. I, but, you know, until the full story comes out. Um, but I thought Sasha and Bailey were retaining to build up the belts. But the Iconics winning were... I, I, I picked the Iconics to win. Iconic. Yeah, but um, them winning the match was uh, probably the biggest surprise of the night. Oh yeah. Um, 
I wanted to yell, "Marry me, Peyton," uh, as as in Peyton Royce, but mm-hmm. I think Todd Peyton Eels, Manning, T- Peyton Royce, Pey- Peyton Manning, <laughs> aka fiance to Todd Todd Dillinger, the perfect ten. Well, he got the perfect ten. I can tell you. <laughs> but that was a shocker of the night. So, um, then we have. Uh... Kofi, Kofi Kingston versus I hope he's not injured too bad. Daniel Bryan, best match of the night. How bad was the or how good? Well, how when I mean how bad is it? Like how crazy was the audience going? Uh, that was the match that the audience was most into. Um, we we were heavily into it, and you know when you lose, you know when you forget for a moment it's a scripted show. Um. And, you, you know, the, all the outcomes are decided. That's when the emotion, because, you know, n- that was the hottest angle going into the show was Kofi, Kofi Mania. You hear the various chants, Kofi Mania, New Day rocks. But um, but when they, that was def- that was the match of the night easily. So here's my question to you, Joe. Yes, is, I, yes, is I like Kofi, pancakes. No, is Kofi the first... Black WWE champion, WWE champion. With are we just talking the WWE title? Yes. Okay. Not World Heavyweight, not Universal, because not WCW. Okay. WWE. He's the first African-born yeah WWE champion. He uh, from Ghana, but The Rock is half African American. Yeah, but he's not full. True, but the thing, you know. I hate these kind of conversations. Just be happy for the man himself oh, yeah. for 11 years. But the fact he's the first African-born champion who deserved it a long time ago. And like CM Punk said in an interview that he, he's happy it finally happened, but it should have happened a long time ago. I mean, the push for Kofi, I, I don't mean to go on a rant yeah, here. Like uh, you talking about Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, but yeah, Kofi's push. Should have happened that, 10 years ago. That, that Talk about something that came out of nowhere. I mean, part of me wanted him to win a fast lane inside. Was it, no, not fast lane. Excuse no, me, elimination, chamber. elimination Chamber. When he had that incredible gauntlet match, the first one on SmackDown. I was like, huh. I was like, that's interesting. All because, uh, All because of Mustafa, Mustafa Ali. Ali got hurt. Excuse me, just Ali because they like to drop parts of names. Oh, my God. But that was the best night of the match. But you want to know the one downside of the match? What? Crowd fatigue oh yeah because the roman well we, we, we're not up to that yet oh there was a, you match, have a match in between yeah that shows you how long of a day it was um samoa so joe seven o'clock at night samoa right joe or as scott steiner calls him senior joe well aka at, he's fat at this point well i really wanted to see the entrance like ray mysterio had a cool outfit the big yeah, comic he, book he was from, ray mysterio came out as mysterio I thought he was dressed. Like, I thought it was a character from Aquaman. No, he's no, he's dressed up as it's the, the actual Spider-Man. As actual Mysterio, yeah. I don't know. He looked like one of the characters from no, the he, Aquaman. No, he he was Mysterio. Um, but of course, I wanted to see just Samoa Joe come out. Yeah, so, and you beat him in one minute. Well, <laughs> before I get there, you know, people in my group, and of course, were turning around doing the Joe chant, Joe, 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 Joe. Joe, Joe. But at Joe. this point, I really had the pee. Oh, so God. I yeah. So you you were telling me you I went. I really had to then... go to the bathroom and and I think oh I'll just catch the rest of the match and then when I'm waiting online for the restroom I, all of a sudden some Mojo's music hit so I don't know what the so Ray was probably still hurt or 
it was either a combination of Ray was hurt and but and the show Joe's dominance. That kind of does that. That kind of flashes back to WrestleMania twenty eight. Oh yeah, with uh, uh, Daniel Bryan I, and Sheamus. Our our friend Lou was running late. Oh yeah, and he wanted someone. No, he had to pick up. There was Lou. No, Lou had to pick up. I think. I think Jasmine. No, Lou took the train. No, did didn't he have to pick somebody? No, Jim. No, no, no. Was I there no, for no, this? No, no, no. You were no, there no, for no, this. No. I I remember. I remember everything. I remember this. No, Jim. No, Lou went. With Jimmy to pick up Jasmine at the train. No. Or at the bus. No, at the bus. No, or you. I picked no, up okay, Lou. You, you went to pick up Lou and Jimmy went with you, you. I picked up Lou at the train station. Yeah. And then oh, you, yeah. And then I called you up and you're like, Joe, you missed the world title match. And you were like, get the fuck out of here. You know, I don't, you, you, you clowns. Yeah, I thought you clowns are messing with me. And yeah, then and I'm like, no. That was the famous. But that propelled Daniel Bryan. Oh, but, yeah. That, that's a whole other thing. And that led to many Jimmy rants, but. So now it's, uh. Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. I mean, it was cool. Um, you know, it was cool to see Roman Reigns back on his feet. His full, his first singles match since the leukemia. Um, yeah, I have to go on, on a rant in a second, but go ahead. It's a good rant, not a bad rant. Go ahead. Um, one thing that was cool that I thought that didn't surprise me is that Drew McIntyre's entrance. Oh, the bagpipes? Yeah. The drums, yeah. From the NYPD. He did that at NXT TakeOver Brooklyn oh, yeah. when he won the title from Bobby Roode. So I had a feeling he was going to repeat that since we were back in, since they were back in New York, but the match felt kind of underwhelming. And well, I mean, look at it like this: like I'm I I am getting very annoyed at people online. The saying that Roman Reigns' leukemia was a was hoax storyline. But let's just think about this logically for one minute, Joe. And I, you can chime in. Well, on this Roman one. explained this. Well, in you a, can, in a special. Well, you 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 could chime in on this too, Joe. But it's. And you, you, I want you to chime on on, on this, Jerry, because you, you, you do a lot of PR as yeah. well. So, Roman Reigns had leukemia. When he came back, people were starting to like, question it. And then the Leukemia Foundation came out and wrote this whole thing on Twitter about how Roman Reigns is, you know, there's different levels of leukemia, different levels of remission and stuff like that. And you can have it and then come back within six months and not, you know, and not have anything. And he did... Um, his radiation stuff through pill form. Now, what kind of a PR nightmare would it be for the Leukemia Foundation if WWE was up, went up to it and be like, "Here's like some donations and like, you know, write something that Roman Reigns actually had leukemia when he really didn't." Like, exactly. how, how crazy is that? How stupid is that? I just I, thought, to everybody out there. Yeah, that's that's that, ridiculous. That's the naysayers that says it's a story. You know, half of, them. you know half of that's just internet trolls yeah. trying to get a reaction. No, no, I really think because there's a guy on one of the pages that's like, "No, fuck him, he lied." Don't even, don't say him by name. I'm not. I don't, I don't even know his name, so I'm just saying. Jay, what are we doing? No, you're you're leukemia. Thing you were gonna say? Oh no! I mean, that was pretty. That was pretty much what I was gonna imply. Like, that's ridiculous. Like, what? what especially with all the charity stuff that WWE does. Yeah. Like, why would they even consider to even like go to a charity and be like, "Oh yeah, we'll pay you off" just to get like a storyline done? And the it type makes no of treatment sense. and the type of treatment that he did. He explained they the caught, side effects. They caught the cancer. Yeah, they caught it early. Very early. So. But the thing is with him, what he said with his. The, the testing that he did and the treatment that he did is he now has arthritis. You could tell that he has arthritis with the way that he's moving in the ring. He's a lot more stiffer. And I don't mean like he's connecting with his punches. I mean like he looks like he's stiff. Like he's moving around slower. 
and stuff. And I think that's affected the, you know, rounding it around to the match. That that looks like he affected the how, match, too. How stiffer would you say he Yo, is? Oh, God, Joe, no. No, Joe. I have a bad habit of saying that's what she said, especially at bad moments, but we'll but more, more he, on that later. But he, um... Who said that? Oh, God. But he, hold on. But he, um... Plus, he looks smaller. He looks smaller. Well, the guy's just coming back. Yeah, I know. The past so couple I, months, I, that's so. everybody's saying, like, oh, and people are like, oh, you want a way to, to do a movie. You could still be in remission, go have your treatment, still be in a movie. You don't even know how big the part is. It's probably a small part. Yeah. He played the the Rock's cousin in the in the Fast and Furious spinoff. Yeah. Anyway, but Drew McIntyre is my pick for Money in the Bank this year. Uh... I could see it. Either him or Elias or... Oh, God. Imagine... It. Yeah, you saw that meme. No, the they Elias might meme. hold off Drew for SummerSlam. Mm. Uh, so now we got uh, Triple H, which I'm disappointed. He's like three years too late. He came out as Mad Max. So I'm like, somebody should tell him, like, uh, Mad Max was like fought four years ago. I was expecting some... Like, I was expecting Thanos. That that would have been cool. We'll get, to, Aven- coming out we'll get to Avengers in a little bit, yeah. but... I was expecting the usual medieval giant skull. Um, I know Kenny will disagree with me, but I thought he had a cool entrance when he came out to the Terminator thing. Oh yeah, Kenny almost like shit his pants and he was yelling at you. No, 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 no. Kenny was like, "Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you." No. Yeah, he, he came out as a Terminator in one of the worst Terminator movies ever. Gen- well, Genocide. Well, well, great movie. Well, he's, they have a long working relationship with Arnold Schwarzenegger, but anyway. Uh, I thought the... Did, ma- did, did you cringe at, at the nose part where he pulled the uh, the, the uh, nose ring out? Well, to hear the crowd reaction, you know. Yeah. The bat, again, the crowd was so worn out. I tell you, I the love match Triple dragged H. on. So. I love Triple H, but he's got to stop. He's got to stop wrestling now. He's... Well, How old is he? 50. He's 50 now. He just turned 50. Well, keep in mind, he just came off an injury. Yeah. And the guy's still in phenomenal shape. Oh yeah, right. I, I mean, if he, if he was, he did, if, if he wasn't a full time pro wrestler, he would be, he would be in bodybuilding and stuff like that. But um, the cool thing is, I, I finally got to see Batista live, even though that was his last match that he announced his retirement the well, next day, and his freaking song's been stuck in my head the past two weeks. And if you saw that cool video... If, it, it's it's a good song. If you, if you saw the cool video on the Up Up Down Down page uh, that is run by Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed, he was a huge fan of that song. He, he, he was a Batista mark. That's what he said. Jerry, do you work? Do you walk a mile in this pit of danger? Did I say that right? I think you did. I attempt to very proudly. So we have Sasha Baron Corbin. Sasha Baron Cohen. Uh, that was he so... fucking wrestled. Versus, uh, versus, I move and I'm gonna like die. Kurt Angle. Uh, it, 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 it was good to see the entrance, the Kurt Angle entrance. You suck. Yeah. How, yeah. how loud was that you suck chant? It was good, but yeah. I was hope, I had last minute hope the old switcheroo that it would be Cena, Taker, or somebody else to replace. But oh, how loud was Peter Cena? How loud was that pop for the for for? We'll get I'll get to that. Yeah. But to see Kurt Angle, hopefully this is his last match for the Hall of Famer. But you it know, has to be. He can't move. He he did that moonsault, and I was like, oh, Kurt. The, you know, we got a lot on that show. So you know, you know, you know, Vince McMahon sees 
sees Corbin as a top heel. So I liked him better with the long hair. He has to stop wrestling in dress clothes. He's so annoying. Did you see on Twitter people are now like sending that's, him like like restaurant orders for Arby's? That is hilarious. I've, so 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 the guy. Barry it was Arby, it was for Apple Applebee's. I think you left at this point, but he dresses up like like a waiter. People, <laughs> Wait, people what? on Twitter are like, "Yeah, I, can I get like a double bacon cheeseburger and a, and a number three? Well, basically, the gimmick or the character he was he 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 came like the the general manager or the authority figure on Raw in last year, and he was in dress clothes, but continued to still wrestle matches in the ring. That's amazing. And, and even even though he still got quote unquote fired from his job, he still remained as a as a competitor in the ring, and for whatever reason, he's still in his dress clothes. Oh, yeah, Baron uh, Corbin, can I get a, uh, a super-sized n- n- number two? The thing is, he's good. He's getting legit heat, you know? It's he's not being one of those cool heels or bad guys, you know? that He's got... I don't want to see you heat. I don't want to see him. All right, so the Elias thing. Yeah, so That's the Elias thing. He service. came out and Cena came out as as, as the doctor. Not good. I never thought I would go to a WrestleMania again live, and... I would cheer for John Cena and boo Daniel Bryan. Um, what crazy times we live in. But the fact it's 2019 that, for a reason. The fact that he went back to the mid-2000s, the, to the John Cena that the older fans actually liked and cheered. Um, because I was waiting for Cena's music and do the whole sing-along, John, John Cena sucks. Yeah, everybody was that sounded good. Not at all. But uh, what do you call it? But with Cena... They, they knew that was perfect, and considering you had fans all over the world, and the New York market is quote unquote the smart crowd with the smart marks. They, they knew you know Cena didn't have to work a match, but and that was great that um, that one of the performers were actually one of their own guys for once, because Elias plays guitar and sings. But that Cena after the Kofi title win, you know. Cena going old school, being a doctor, Dugonomics, and great lines on Elias. That was a cool moment. Again, he, he turned I'm, heel, man. He turned heel. <laughs> again, Something he, we always wanted. He turned heel. Quote unquote, turned yeah, heel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm the, the, the fact that they knew exactly what they were doing, he had the crown and palm in his hand, and the fact that a crowd, a WWE crowd in 2019, after all the years of poo, he was, it took old school John Cena for them to cheer. But the one weird thing was when the Beirut video came out. Yeah, everyone, I was like, what? They said Chicago. Yeah. And for a brief moment, I'm like, is CM Punk going to come oh out? Oh, my God. How I You you guys were exhausted on the Bryan match. Can you imagine Punk coming out? I would have came to he's life been, for that. He's been, he's been a little nicer to WWE for some reason. I don't, I don't know. Eh. Suspicious. What's he been doing lately? Uh, losing in MMA. Oh, he, he works as a... MMA uh, broadcaster too, uh, slash commentator, and does he still work? For, does he still write comics for Marvel on the side? I don't know. I'm not sure. I know for a brief time he was writing Drax comics and, and Thor, right? Thor, yeah, because yeah. he's a huge comic book fan. Right. Speaking of demons and stuff, we had uh, the demon or Daemon. <laughs> I call him Daemon. The Daemon. The Daemon. The uh, match Finn I... Balor versus uh, versus. Bobby Lashley. I'm happy that I finally got to see Finn Balor wrestle live because I was actually at the Raw after the SummerSlam that he won the Universal title. But oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, and then he had 
then I was at the Raw where he had to give up the title. And, you know, but to see him come out in full demon gear and uh, that entrance, the match was, it is what it is. But the cool moment is uh, Balor, a man of his size, powerbomb Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley, yeah. That was, I guess that ties into the power of the demon, so. And now we got the main event. What did you- so now you got to see now all these bands now, and now you saw Joan Jet live, like most ra- no the no the most random like person you could see live for you Joe to see live that was like random. Well, although not as random as when we went to twenty nine and, and, and we saw like P Diddy. <laughs> well, he was doing the WrestleMania theme song uh, yeah. coming home, but but you forget about the other performer from that night at WrestleMania twenty nine. Who was the other performer? Who played CM Punk to the ring? Oh yeah, Living Color. Yeah. <laughs> I was happy with oh, that. Oh, from when I won, yeah. 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 Of course, you remember that part. Of course, um, you dumbass banana. So, I liked the match for what it was. I think it felt really flat. Like, if you had to look at me and say which triple threat women's match at Mania you liked better, the one from 32, when it was the Sasha, one the Ru- one when it was Sasha, Charlotte, and... and uh, WrestleMania and, play button? Yeah, WrestleMania play button. No. No, WrestleMania, WrestleMania play button was um Dallas, per, it was no it was thirty one. This was WrestleMania bullhorns. <laughs> you know WrestleMania well, thirty two. The one winner was Charlotte, Becky, and uh, Sasha. Okay, that was probably a better match, but this yeah. match had so much emotion. Oh yeah, this had a lot of heat to it. You had months and months of buildup since technically you can link it to SummerSlam last year yeah. and the week leading up to Survivor Series yeah. because if Becky never, didn't get hurt um, with you know if th- that now famous image if the Becky, face puncher didn't, did, didn't, didn't punch her out like <laughs> I, that Nia Jax punch like you know suppose let's say the punch didn't happen um, Becky would still have a cool moment I hate to say it but Becky and Ronda would have had their one on one match at Survivor Series Ronda yeah, probably would have won and they probably would have moved on and, and then it would have been Charlotte and Ronda one on one but yeah, um, nobody wants to see that. <laughs> my the match, I like the match. I know you said it felt underwhelming, but keep in mind, even with all the training and how athletic Ronda is, she she's still an MMA fighter first. Yeah, and this is the first ever she broke her hand. She broke her hand. Yeah. Now, did she broke her hand on that nasty fall out of the I ring? So. I think so. I think so. Yeah. And then they had a call in audible, which was why that weird. No, that weird I think pinfall. that was the planned finish. Yeah, we. It's, I think Ronda screwed up on Ronda, and the referee screwed up. Well, the referee got fined. I know that for for having forgetting. That's a, sh- um, that's a shame. But Ronda and the ref screwed up. But the point is, the right woman won. The right person won. Uh, Becky looking like an X Men. Yeah, she looked like Jean Grey. Yeah. Um, Charlotte playing tribute to her dad with the helicopter entrance. No, My Starkey, Starkey eighty three. No, I think? I think it was Green American Bash. Was it or Starkey eighty three? One of them. But he's done it multiple times, so we both might be correct. I don't know. Did you catch on screen like how shell shocked Joan Jett looked at all the booing? Yeah, for Rhonda. Yeah, because she's supposed to be playing this woman rebel, this woman mm. that changed the world, but Rhonda's getting booed well, at. Well, Rhonda, Rhonda doesn't care about her bad reputation. <laughs> <laughs> Christian with the dad jokes. <laughs> now it's time to segue in. She doesn't. Oh no. Not me. Oh no. But oh, no. the crowd, no, despite nice. despite 
10,000 hours into the show, we were, we were still cheering for Becky and singing along to our her, her, her um, theme, theme song? song, yeah. Now she didn't. Now you didn't experience the after effect, did you? With all the traffic issues. Thank God for that party bus. Yeah. The, I no. I I heard about it the next day with the. Are you talking about the New Jersey Transit? New Jersey Transit. Now the, I think the news report. I heard another horror story, but I'll, I'll let you. Well, the, I think the news reported it incorrectly. Supposedly, and WWE told. MetLife Stadium and New Jersey Transit that the event was going to be over at 10.30. And I'm yeah. thinking to myself, that's definitely wrong. They probably said 11, 11.30. But, yeah, the horror story with the New Jersey Transit waiting in line for the buses and the train and people not getting home to after 3 in the morning. I, I heard somebody got into three an Uber. 3 in the morning? I heard somebody – I heard – so this is all on Twitter. I heard somebody got in, got in an Uber, and the Uber – was speeding, was stopping in the middle of the highway, didn't know where he was going, and she like alerted the authorities, and like the police pulled the car over, and like Uber, re- Uber like refunded her and stuff. That I didn't hear. Yeah, so. I heard that too. Um, so to wrap it up, Joe, what's your predictions for uh, from now until SummerSlam? Like, who's going to be Mister Money in the Bank? Who's going to be Who's going to be our next two champions? Can I answer first? Yeah, John Cena for everything. Oh God, okay. I thought he would say Jimmy King. But... No. So who who's gonna be universal champion? I'm hoping let let them run with the belts after SummerSlam. Probably McIntyre. I have okay. feel I feel like, but McIntyre doesn't need the briefcase. But I wouldn't be surprised if he wins it. Um, let someone the the briefcase is definitely getting cashed in successfully because the last two years, if you picked up on it, it hasn't. Think about it. Who who was who was last year's money? The Braun Strowman, Mr. Yeah, Monster that's in the right. Bank. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And, they, and then the year before was Baron Corbin. That's right. Okay. Yeah, that he uh, lost it on SmackDown. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay. John Cena cost him. So. Um. Yeah, who's going to be WWE champion after Kofi? Uh, say uh, his name. Say it. Uh, say it. Roman Reigns. <laughs> Because they go, they're going into the fall with the big new TV deal with Fox. Moving to Friday night, um, they need the big stars. But um, I think they might keep Roman away from the title for now. Mm-hmm. But they're probably going to come back to that. So, any any AEW fans? I'm I'm a, I'm not just no. Like, there was there any chance? Was there any like? Well, I saw elite jackets. I didn't see any AEW. Um, I don't recall any. So, okay. this is this is like a, a a congressional hearing. Was there any of this? I don't recall. <laughs> is there any collusion between WWE and UFC? So anyway, moving on. Moving on to what? Pancakes. No. Okay. Um. Waffles are better. So our time is almost up, Joe. Our time's almost up. Yeah. Do you, do you need to you mention to? Halloween at all? No. How no. much you love the movie? No. You know you love the movie. No. You you, you have to you, you sure. Joe, why are you here? <laughs> so, Joe, you've 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 overstayed your welcome. To throw in a uh, to throw in something that I've worked on. Um, so, uh, I didn't say you could plug anything. No, go ahead, plug. This is my show, my time. So, <laughs> so friends of ours no. from the mastermind of <laughs> Vinnie Marola, um, he we were putting together skits. We only have one that we met up and got recorded about a fantasy football draft. If you haven't seen the video, we're called we're called the worst. Kenny shows up in armor because he hears fantasy. So it's me, Vinny Marola, Kenny Heffron, Danielle, 
aka D Serps, Mike and Mike Spade. Um, oh, John Gregorio. Mm-hmm. So one thing that's good about it is that you guys are not involved. So oh, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's really good. But yeah, it's really good. it's it's we have a lot of ideas um, that in in the coming weeks and months to hopefully meet up and get uh, recorded. But uh, you know, it's just finding the right time. But we're called the worst on YouTube. Link is on my Instagram. As we conclude. And you could find Joe at every local IHOP. As we conclude, one final question. So, Joe, as an executive producer for the majority of our projects. Oh, good Lord. Can I, is it safe to say as we propose, well, I, as, as we propose that we can be executive producers for the worst? Uh, no, because I'm the executive producer for everything you guys do because I'm the reason why you – that's a story for another day, but I'm the reason why you two know each other in the first place. I love you. All right, Joe. It's been nice having you on. I'm, the mystique is gone. I'm so, I'm, new mystique. I'm so happy to be on this honorable mention podcast. Shout out to the Empty Arena podcast. I, I just got stuck with you guys for today. All right, Joe, get up. Gladly. Who the hell was that guy? Some guy that was just talking about pancakes and whatever conundrum shit he was saying about wrestling. Like, it, I, know, I was just so like, lost know, in the conversation. Like, I know, like... You know, you pour syrup on stuff, but sweaty. I'm still you, here, assholes. Go home, Joe. <laughs> well, you're like, still in my house. Why are you still Someone here? Someone had to make this podcast more entertaining. Oh my god. Anyway, so Jerry, so uh, any events you have coming up? Let's see. So the, the uh, Joe Volante next episode will be next week. So we're gonna make that happen soon. Now the Joe Volante events, you moron. <laughs> what cherry events you got, Jerry? Well, we just have the big sunrise walks for Sunday, June second. And uh, if you want to go to our sunrise walks page, go to sunrise slash walks dot org slash uh, si. All right, cool. Yeah. And uh, so. Being serious for a moment, it was fun having Joe on. We built the mystique up. We built him up for a year. We'll probably have him back on in August for SummerSlam. Uh, if not, it's been fun, Joe. We'll see you next year. Now get out. Just like just like Joe Gregorio, he's here every year for E3. <sighs> so that's coming up in June. This is hours of my life. I can never get back. All right, Joe. Bye, Joe. See you later. Make sure you slam the door. All right. The door doesn't even slam. <laughs> Alright, Jerry. As Jerry's half falls. Okay, Jerry, so it's, it's been fun. We're going on way too long. I love it. <laughs>